Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. All right, Albie. Hey, everybody. I can see messages. I'm still not allowed to chat because I'm not verified. I've been told in on Twitter. I've um, it's been suggested to me that you shouldn't be allowed to look at the live chat either. Why? That I shouldn't send you the link because you already paused too much in the podcast without it, and that you get distracted by it and <laughs> pause and don't say anything while you look through the messages. I like so, looking through the messages. I know, but the people complain that it well, leaves you need dead stay, air on the podcast. Stay on top of them. I then. do try and stay on top of the messages, but I can't. Sometimes you're demanding that I fill, and I can't look at every single message as they come across. But you know, you don't see Kirk Minahan looking through the live chat YouTube messages while they're live streaming. Generally, I don't know what he does. He 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 looks at some stuff. He has he some stuff. He looks at some stuff. He but actually he's not he actually that generally is you know making you know, sure he didn't on, miss lady. any smart Hold YouTube on. comments. Hold on, lady. Uh huh. He is. Constantly on his phone during the show. I'm sure he's looking at comments. He's always on his phone mm-hmm. during the show. Too much, I would say, as a matter of fact. Hmm. He is. He is. He, he's like. He's really. It, it, that's a tough one. I'm gonna send him some notes, and including your, to, including to to. You're gonna in, give him some tips on podcasting. Yeah, a lot of the people he's got in there, like the the revolving chair, are petrified already. They're hoping to God that he's uh, validating him with his eyes, a look of approval for a moment. Um, but he's looking at his phone. I think he'll be happy to get the. Input. I think he'd like some feedback yes. from you. I have that vibe. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. do you want to get right to the stuff on Capitol Hill today or not? Sure. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't see all of it. I saw some of it, and it was essentially my radio show today. Um, they had Christopher Ray, the FBI guy on Capitol Hill. He he did he was as evasive as you would think he was. He's not going to say anything. He knows how this thing works, how this goes. I'm going to interrupt this message for a moment, though, Alice, mm-hmm. to uh, introduce to the world, yeah, our new friend Ollie in Bill Ricca, Danny's newborn son, Oliver. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm wow, very excited. Wow. <laughs> no, congratulations uh-huh. to Danny and Bill Ricca. And to Ollie, and I like the tweet, and I congratulate all of them. It's very exciting. I love seeing baby pictures. It makes me happy. Good-looking uh, chap. Good-looking mm-hmm. young man, and congratulations. That's great. That is great, Alice. I know. It's very good. One more Burn Barrel podcast listener. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, um, we, should, we, we should plan something. A baby-friendly event. 
Of course, any event we would have to is going to have to be baby yeah, friendly for the next five years. Yeah, because we can't afford a babysitter, so. Right. <laughs> a nice event might be nice. Uh, okay, here is one of the highlights. This is Matt Gates um, wrapping around um, Chris Ray. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has que- no oh, interest on. in protecting You won't protecting answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many? I'm sitting here with my father. So let me. Uh, I will make certain. So it, 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 that's where exactly where he should be, of course. Yeah. And it is outrageous that he's not answering it. It obviously was a shakedown. This is a this the most coordinated, the most co- coordinated um, um, gaslighting that we've just ever seen. Oh yeah. No, and- this is the whole thing with the whistleblowers and the DOJ and the FBI is so ridiculous. And the FBI trying to rebrand themselves now as like. This friendly, nice FBI, and we make Taylor Swift jokes, and we definitely aren't coming after you at your school board meetings. How ridiculous. Like, it's a bit rich when, like, we can all see what they're doing. You're busy going after grandmas from January 6th and, you know, not being able to find what's right in front of you with Hunter Biden somehow, miraculously. And, and like, they know it. We know it. They're like the most untrustworthy people on the planet. And, uh, you know, I I just don't think that I don't think that this is reparable with the FBI. No. Like, I think that the next Republican president has to promise to dismantle the FBI. Yes. Yes. And And do it. Actually, Yeah, And he was asked about that, actually, by a Democrat today who said, um, have you heard MAGA Republicans talking about dismantling the FBI? And Ray didn't correct or or add a disclaimer about the description of MAGA Republicans. He just said, yes, I've heard some of them. So he he agrees with the slur, the premise of the slur, that yes, the crazies, yes, absolutely. He's a dirtbag. Tom Massey asked a good question. Interview with Assistant Director Stephen Duantuano. Chairman Jordan and I sent you a letter a month ago. Some of the information that we found in that interview was that phone data that could have helped to identify the pipe bomber was corrupted was unusable. Uh, He also wasn't sure who found or how the second bomb was found at the DNC. Do you know how the second bomb was found at the DNC? And and when do you plan on answering our letter? Well, as to the letter, I I will uh, work with the department to make sure we can figure out what information we can provide. As you know, this is a He's not even trying. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we'll we'll look into it or something or not. He's not in... Now, separately, Congress also called, uh, I don't, I forget exactly who it is, if it's a Secret Service or what, they've also called them to ask about Hunter's cocaine and how that right, investigation right. is going. That was like a behind closed doors thing that mm-hmm. was also happening this week. But yeah, like. Yeah, also slow walked because uh, because we're not allowed to know that Hunter's cocaine is Hunter's cocaine. A active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that, but we yes, will we can handle classified information it's, and we fund your department. And so you need to provide it, that. I, it's not respectfully. It's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies partly That's because... That's not our policy, though, and we fund you, so let's move on. I could, do you know how the second pipe bomb... Do you, can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not going to get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened, and you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. I mean, it does seem kind of outrageous that they have the person on video and they can't figure it right. out. Unless there's some reason that they're not telling us that they won't figure it out. Like with the Hunter Biden stuff. 
I, you, yeah, I mean, it, they're so, you know what the thing is? It was all, it was all, guys, the emergency is Trump. Let's go all in and vanquish this guy. We'll figure it out later. And so now, now's the time when they're supposed to have been figuring out later. And the best laid plan they came up with was simply smother it slowly. Right. And hide it. Hope people forget. Exactly. <laughs> That's the best plan. Which, to be fair, like people do forget stuff pretty mm -hmm. quickly. But yeah, it they're all an embarrassment. They're clearly not doing any of the stuff that they're supposed to be doing in the world. And, you know, it's and I think, you know, it's funny because Republicans in general, I think, have always had a tendency to be like pro law enforcement, pro law and order. Like I tend to like the FBI in general before a lot of this stuff. Yes. You know, and like respect them and think that federal law enforcement is great and that they get bad guys like the Marathon Bomber and stuff, you know. But, right. Well, but then that's also. Oh, yeah. That's also shady. Yeah. With the guy that the one guy that they shot and like Tamerlan was almost certainly. Yes. Already an FBI asset. Who, uh, who already probably they knew had murdered some people. Right. This is, let me get this as part two of Thomas Massey, because this gets pretty good. It, it is visual, but still. The second pipe bomb was found at the DNC. I, again, I'm not going to get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened, and you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. We've found video that looks like somebody, a passerby, miraculously found this pipe bomb at the DNC and then notified the police. Miraculously, I say, because... It was it specifically the same, the precise time to cause the maximum distraction from the events going on at the Capitol. Can you show this video that we have, please? I'd like to know if the director has seen this. This is somebody with a, with a mask on, wearing a hat. They're walking in front of the DNC, which is out of the view on the right-hand side. You'll see him come into view. He goes to one police car. He goes to another police car. He's holding a backpack. He's got a mask on. He's talking to the police. And within a minute, they start scrambling. You'll see the camera turn to the pipe bomb, the location of the pipe bomb. By the way, that's, a, I believe, the Metro police are now getting out of their car. And that's uh, Vice President-elect's detail in the black SUV, I believe, parked about 30 feet from the pipe bomb, eating lunch. Okay, now we go over to the location of the pipe bomb. The cameras are scrambling. It, it appears to me that that's not a coincidence, that the person with the backpack who walked by that bench and then went up to the police uh, and the detail didn't, it, didn't do that accidentally. They had a purpose in mind, and that what transpired after that was the result of information that person gave to them. If that person found the pipe bomb, would they be a suspect? Well, again, I don't want to speculate about specific individuals. I will tell you that we have done thousands There's of no interviews. There's no speculate about specific uh, individuals. Reviewed something like 40,000 video files, of which this is uh, one. Assessed uh, 500-something tips. The, the point is, is that they used the this BS, Democrat-funded, um, uh, steel dossier, Russia collusion narrative to try to purge Trump from the White House, and they used January 6th to try to purge Trump from politics. Right. That's it. That's what we're seeing here. And we are not conspiracy people, but these people keep no, getting busted. No, I think we're actually like maybe to our detriment on record more than a lot of people as not having liked January 6th. Right? Of course. And like, and so, you know, to then like, you know, I, my tendency is not to be like, it was a bunch of plants in the crowd. Although I am a big believer that any right wing movement is full of federal informants. I mean, Enrique Terrio, who's the head of the Proud Boys, right. was a federal informant at the time of January 6th. Well, and you so, see now that... So they, that crowd, they, there absolutely were a yes. ton of federal informants in that crowd. And if it turns out, like, this is my concern about the pipe bomb thing, right, is that 
I I think I'm I think that what is possible is that that person whoever planted those pipe bombs first of all I'm not convinced that the pipe bombs necessarily were as functional as we are told that they were Sure if they um, were real at all Right but I also am not sure that maybe that person was not some was not heavily in touch with federal law enforcement before that happened and was either given directions to make those So what's the theory of the pipe bomb is that they were supposed to show okay so that establishes that it's a coordinated attack on the capital right then it's right. then it's like an attack because that was i mean that was really one of the only seriously violent things that happened that day yeah but no bombs exploded right but you know if you can say like oh well they were going to set off bombs like that's a pretty serious thing compared to like anything that happened at the Capitol itself, Isn't right? Isn't it remarkable they so, couldn't get anybody, but, th these feds couldn't get anybody to walk into the Capitol with a gun? Yeah, I know. It's pretty amazing that they haven't prosecuted anyone for that because that would be an, an easy one. it was an armed insurrection. That would be an easy one. But I do think that, but, but, you know, they could have given this person instructions to make dud pipe bombs. You know, this yeah. person either could have been a federal informant themselves or could have been incited to do this by federal informants like we know for example the buffalo shooter had was very heavily in contact with the fbi prior to mm -hmm. carrying out his plan of shooting black people in a supermarket like it, we know that there were a ton of federal agents involved in um organizing that michigan governor kidnapping yeah, plot would, thing would like not. a lot of the type of right-wing people and this is not like a compliment to these right-wing groups in many many cases but a lot of the type of right-wing people who are willing to participate in like a plot to kidnap the michigan governor are not mentally equipped to actually perform a plot to kidnap the michigan governor right yes Without the FBI holding their hand along the way and helping them. Right, right. So it, uh, that's what I think the most likely scenario for the pipe bomb thing probably is. Yes. And uh, by the way, um, Morgan says they better pray Trump doesn't get elected. He will go scorched earth on these MFers. Trump gets elected again. He may try to go scorched earth, but... It, it, it's going to be what it's going to be is considered another national emergency. He'll go scorched, scorched earth. They'll say this is uh, abnormal, and, and they'll bring out every Michael Beschloss and every other Douglas Brinkley, mm -hmm. every other historian, to say how this is a once in a, a, a century disruption of our very democracy. Media will be all in, having uh, hissy fits all over the place. It, it's going to be just a replay of the stuff before. But as long as as long as Trump can find people who can do it. Who I mean, who, people who know the swamp well enough to to eradicate these people and, and keep the country running. Because you're also going to see just sabotage everywhere, mm -hmm. like the like the Twitter punks, right. which I'm convinced more than ever that 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 the Santos rollout was sabotaged from within. Somebody oh, saying, "Oh, people, I forgot yeah. to do the thing." Oh my goodness! Yeah. So. So uh, it is interesting, though, because with the FBI sort of like running amok like this and, you know, Joe Biden gets worse every day in terms of like looking alert and being able to do stuff. He's been in Europe. He's like falling asleep there and has cue cards there and is generally a mess. And like, you know, foreign news sources are commenting on it and he seems like off um you know but i think that that's like obvious to everybody who's not like fully in the tank and how long can you that that's why you have to whip up this anti-trump fervor yes. and this like fear about the fate of democracy and all this stuff because there's no like there's no enthusiasm here about joe biden like when you're losing the american press who's saying like oh it turns out joe biden's an a-hole and like he can't like did you see the pictures of the cue cards he had with rishi sunak and yes it, yes where that it's was like nato and big underlines like and, stuff. You. and uh, you know we're in this historic summit meeting uh, he's looking at them right now a lot of things i hope and uh we made uh we made uh all the more historic by the agreement you reached yesterday in the admission of Sweden. That's your president, America. Well, after seeing that uh, performance, I suppose it's no surprise that 
Biden decided to skip tonight's dinner with NATO leaders. Right. So more of that stuff. He's absolutely just lost his. Um, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm more. I, I, well, yeah, I, but now we're seeing more Kamala stuff, which like this is also problem. Have you seen some of the Kamala stuff that's out there? Yes. I, They've put her. She's the AI czar. Yes. By I the saw way, that. have you seen that one, that cut? Yes. Yes. I'll grab it in a second. Uh, it's in the thread. With I was logged in as the burn barrel and I sent it from that if you have that. But um, she also, um, they've put her in charge of making sure that domestic flights on airplanes have um, handicap accessible restrooms. Good. <laughs> and I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's First of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But... Ultimately, what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. And I think the first part. <laughs> did I play the? Did we play the Tucker card about the Capitol that I wanted to play before? I don't know which Tucker card about the Capitol. So I don't know if we ever play, quite played it, but this is a tuck, Tucker and Russell Brand. It's because we yeah, were talking yeah, about yeah, the we Capitol. Yeah, we played that. Oh, we when, did. Yeah, saying it was like all he talked to the guy and the, it's all federal agents in the crowd. I'm pretty sure we played that. I think we played a cut, but not the. Cut. I thought we played that. The one where it, it's bleeped out. Uh, I don't remember exactly. There what. was no effort to reassure anybody. They immediately used it as a cudgel to make Let me their go political the opponent here. seem that it was entirely peaceful. You know what? I it think wasn't. people would like to hear police you Police officers were injured. That you're not no, no. Sure More played. police officers were injured at the riots in front of the White House the year before, but whatever. All injuries to police officers or anyone else are bad. I'm not certainly not making excuses for it, but I'm asking obvious questions. You said this happened, for example. There was a guy called the QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley. They put the guy in prison for years. There is surveillance tape that they hid until I aired it, showing the Capitol Police trying lots of doors, trying to get into the Senate chamber, the sacrosanct chamber that he wasn't allowed to be in, and then escorting him in. And he kind of wanders around like he's taking a hit of mescaline, just kind of, you know what I mean? And like he says a prayer, he thanks God for the Capitol Police, and then he wanders out. Now, there are a lot of conclusions you could draw from that. But you cannot call that guy an insurrectionist. That's a lie. And by the way, an insurrection is a very specific meaning. And I'm pedantic about words because they're the currency I that I trade in. I mean, that's what I do. I use words no, for a not. living. So okay. I care about their specific meanings. That was not an insurrection. It was not armed. And its purpose was not to overthrow the government. It was, it was a spasm of rage that Trump definitely it helped inspire. That's true. And um, at the election results. Okay. You know, I, I'm not actually for that. I don't think leaders should be making people more pissed in general. Um, but that's what it was. It was not an insurrection. And to put Jacob Chansley, an American citizen, a Navy veteran in jail for years after he was let into the Senate chamber by uniformed Capitol Hill police officers. And then I play that and I'm the bad guy. F you. I just love that because I love the crescendo of the whole thing. I love it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's absolutely great, absolutely great. Um, I, did I play? Um, I, there's just a couple of pieces of audio that I really love that I think I played in the radio show that I didn't play on the Burn Barrel. Okay. Did, did we play uh, Douglas Murray? I don't think so. On racism, did you listen to it? I don't think so. It was it is eighty messages. It was back three tidal waves of work. Stress for you yeah, I don't ago. Think so. Okay, so this is Douglas Murray, English author. Thank you, you probably Douglas. The problem is we forget the problem. The problem, Sorry, is, the problem Piers, is with Piers Morgan and a couple of other people. And I just want to play this because I want people because I think that the the hearing audio probably pisses people off that there's been no validation, no reckoning, whatever. Mm -hmm. This is some good audio. This Douglas Murray is an English intellectual, uh, great writer and thinker. He's a gay man, and he is talking about uh, in this situation. He's talking about race because everything is climate justice, racial justice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The problem is we've forgotten how to be genuinely proud of our great 
countries, both America yeah. and United Kingdom, two of the greatest countries in the world. It's almost well, like that's... every day now, somebody somewhere, normally on the left, the woke left, is queuing up to find a reason to hate the countries and their histories. Well, it's, it's a kind of grievance competition. Your guest earlier just tried to engage in it. I don't know what hurt she believes she's had from slavery. Uh, all of this was addressed two centuries ago. Everything has consequences. All history has consequences and ramifications. But, you know, if we were to play this fairly, we would at least look at all of the countries around the world that engaged in the slave trade who are simply not interested in any form of reparations, the, the, the Ottoman Empire, all the Arab countries, countries who not just traded far more slaves than across the Atlantic, but castrated all the men so that there wouldn't be any more African slaves in, uh, after them. They worked them to the bone. I see no interest across Africa in paying reparations for selling their brother and sister Africans into slavery or for working them to the bone to the present day. There is slavery across Africa today. In fact, there are more slaves in the world today than there were at the height of the transatlantic slave trade. So a... some of us are simply a hmm. bit bored of hearing people ripping at closed wounds and then crying about their hurt or their presumed hurt because everybody could do this. A million Europeans were stolen by North Africans over the course of decades of the North African Barbary pirate slave trade. Where would you end if you did that? The answer is you couldn't end because nobody is alive who has actually suffered the hurt and nobody is alive who did the wrong. And I'd make one other point, if I may. It's always the countries that people want to come to who are put through this struggle session. Britain, like America and France, are among the, are the most desired destinations for migrants worldwide and have been for Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Centuries. Why is that? It's not because we're racist. It's because we're better. It's because we're good. It's because when we see racism, we actually call it out and recognize it as a sin. Try finding that across Africa. Try finding that across the Middle East or in China. Nobody would hear. So what we have is a situation where the more virtuous countries are presented as the worst countries. It's sick and most of us are tired of it. Yeah. Thank you, Douglas. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's the perfect point. And it's, you know, something we've talked about, too, in terms of, like, they only come after you if you show them that you bleed. Yep. You know? Like, that. that's what it is. Like, it's wealthy white people who have the time of day for this stuff who encourage it and give it oxygen to continue to grow. Why don't we hit one more story that you want to talk about and then give the chat chat? Oh, okay. I was just going to... um throw it out there like when i was talking about the biden stuff well, and i see be- that by the way guys because uh we've got to do the chat chat and then we've got to uh, hydrate our daughter at uh, softball so so we may be a little more uh, brief this evening um yeah so when i was talking about like the trump stuff and um how or not trump biden stuff and how mika too do you have the mika audio like if you're losing the american press and like it just makes me wonder if between this and kamala sucking because every time they put her out there she's just terrible like i don't see how you can present her as a viable alternative like i don't see how the two of them together can even do a presidential campaign no no here's right now Again, they also managed to schedule very carefully. Yeah, I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule and you are managing a president. This, getting is, very, this is a very interesting thing we're seeing. 
This is oh you you're oh on. no sorry I so, have my sorry I'm this is the drinking. news this is the news media saying hey staff hey twenty seven year old stop but, letting people see that the president yes. is eighty years old do you realize how hard that's making our show <laughs> I know we have to cover for this guy we have to whitewash this stuff do your job. And we'll do our job Make for the you. president look better. Yes. On stage and getting off stage. We're trying to ignore it. But you're having him faceplant on stage now. And doing, getting on planes and getting off planes. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him. And you need to make a pathway. <laughs> and you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the... Man, th- they're getting ripped just like Biden rips him. I know. First of all, nobody wants to go near him because he's going to call him an a-hole because he's abusive. Things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay? Let him do his job. Don't you understand? If you let it be shown that the president count. is actually handicapped, people are going to assume he's handicapped. I know. Republicans might start using it. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president on, that we've seen. Uh, I, I don't know since Clinton, but my God, that might be. Make sure else. you know your Secret Service, you're his staff. That you. Although Clinton used to call Republicans too. Mm-hmm. Clinton would work on everybody. We're there, and you're telling him what's next, and it's not because don't don't take this as oh he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage, and we've been on stage, right. I've done speeches, and I'm so nervous. I'm doing the speech. I'm trying to get it right, and when it's done. I don't know which way to go, and I'm looking for direction. So do a better job, because you can't have these video images of the president tripping. I think the po- the problem is is that Mika still knows that where, what city, state, and country she's in when she's on stage after <laughs> right. she's done. He doesn't know, as far as he knows, he's been, uh, you know... He doesn't even sp- know he's the president when he's, he's on stage. He's been spawned to Klektor 7, and it, it, this is all new to him. You know, he's got a different... He's got a different ailment, Mika. Or the president, like, going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor. And it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. Wow. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and and, and the schedule. It makes me. Klobuchar, like, uh, chewing out. The scheduling is Wow, she's really upset. Every president, you have different strengths, you have different weaknesses. If, if, if. Yeah, motor skills just aren't a strength at this moment. <laughs> and she can yell all he wants. And stop saying age. Age, 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 age. The other guy is old, too. But the other yeah. guy's brain has not rotted. Well, right. And, you know, it's nothing against being old. A lot of old people are great. And yet, sometimes you still have to take Grandpa's keys because he shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car, even though you love him and he's a great person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this but you know what the, the problem country, is? And people can see, because anybody who's lived with an aged relative knows this. That, like, they can see the difference between old and old, old. Yeah. Right? And, like, and you've been around, you know, relatives who've gotten older, too, when you just, like, and when, they when they're really, like, not doing it anymore. And, like, people can see that in Biden. You know, that elderliness that frailty yes that that's worrisome for the person who's running the country frankly alice what's the hot sauce the hot sauce is the chelsea fire wicked hot sauce uh they bring us the chelsea fire wicked hotline where you can leave a message for the show hey guys hey, it's the cat i just started watching the rewind of the burn barrel because uh i can't watch it live and i got to the point in the, where uh you know you're playing the audio from Alice eating her M&M's, and I thought to myself, yes. it should be like, crinkle, crinkle, um, nom, 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 throw the bag, wee, <laughs> open the next one, um, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> there you go, Alice. You're chewing, yeah. your mouth noises are now getting a cult following. Love Isn't it. That nice? I'll keep it going. Maybe I should start on OnlyFans of me eating peanut M&M's. Yes, you should. <laughs> this is Yes, Alice. This is uh, from Anonymous, so we don't really know, do we? Hey, Tom, Steve from Gloucester. Hey, Steve. I was wondering in your days of the Herald, what Mm -hmm. was the best story that you think you ever wrote? What is the one story you would want to take a mulligan on? 
and what was the story that you had tears in your eyes because it was so sad when you wrote it. Thanks. So I didn't, uh, you know, so I wasn't a reporter. So I wasn't writing, I was writing opinion pieces. Mm -hmm. So they were usually very critical opinion pieces, at least the ones that I would, they would, they would, um, what do you do? What does a king do when he wants a painting? Commission. They would commission uh, these angles. They would commission the stories from me. Mm-hmm. So they would tell me, tell me they want me to write on Hillary tonight. Or they want me to write on Barack and Michelle taking separate planes to California, which I love. Mm-hmm. Showing Michelle as an elitist, I always loved. So I did like that, the cheese one. Yeah, I think your Michelle Obama mac and cheese column was possibly like the high point of your journalistic career. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then and then there was I did another one the imploring people not to vote for Hillary, but to vote for Trump. Um where I thought I made some pretty good, pretty good points, mm-hmm. and um, including that that if Trump wins, the media scrutiny on him will be historically high, whereas Hillary has acolytes in the in the media who would cover. I was kind of right. Of course, the media scrutiny on Trump was higher than I thought it would be because they'd lost their minds. Mm-hmm. But that one uh, I give special weight to because that's the one that Trump signed. I think and, and he flagged it, put me on the good list. List. Mm-hmm. You had it's, been on the bad list. Yes, it sent me a nice note from his uh from his uh from mm-hmm. Trump Tower on and one that I got emotional about. I, yeah, I got emotional about um the one about the American flag, I think, that had to do mm-hmm. with William Carney, the first black um Medal of Honor winner from the uh fifty is the fifty fourth Massachusetts mm-hmm. division, who um who died oh he didn't die holding the flag, actually. He he got shot through. Uh, holding the flag in the air, even though he he ran towards, it was a suicide mission, and in the same one um, talked a little bit about um, what was the the Mike uh, who was the the Boston City Councilor whose dad was in the Holocaust. Mike, uh, we used to know him all the time. You don't know? I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, he he ran for um, office too. But anyway, his this is the sad story about his his. This is defending the flag. This is after Kaepernick had been doing the mm-hmm. flag. So I just he, he he was a little boy in the Holocaust, and only he and his brother survived. The uh, Nazis worked the rest of their family to death or murdered them. Mm-hmm. In so he and his brother survived. They were sick. They were um, they were uh, obviously they were very gaunt and thin. And the American troops came in and 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 were nice to them. And it's the first people who had been nice to them who were. You know, like look like giants, you know, mm-hmm. forever, and gave them, and gave, um, um, gave this little boy a um, a chocolate bar, which is the mm-hmm. first thing that he tasted that was like good in two years or whatever that he's been there. And somebody was so nice to him that he burst out crying as a little child, mm-hmm. and at the same time, the um, the the um, American gave him a handkerchief that was an American flag. Hmm. And he kept that handkerchief all the way till the 2000s. He kept the handkerchief and then invited that troop, that American troop's parents to Boston City Hall, to Boston, Mm -hmm. and told them the story and how much it meant to him. And he said that he carried that with him every single day of his life, even Hmm. from five years old to 80, whatever. And he gave them, um, and he gave them the flag back and I, thought, I mean who can keep your shit together during that i mean i was i was very teary-eyed mm-hmm. and then so there's another thing with glenn doherty's friends and he, these flag stories just got to me so that's probably the one that those probably the ones that did the most um there was the one about uh when nancy reagan died that, that i kind of liked as well mm-hmm. which was um just about oh the george and when the george uh hw bush died oh yeah and when the nancy reagan one i remember because you were using their like secret service yes. code names yeah. yeah secret service names and george w bush mm-hmm. um died as well and just learning about the, the the tragedies of his life and the point of the the point was one of the points that i made was just reading about him is that he had seen so much you know death and in uh, in in world war Two, only being a 17 year old seeing his friends die being afraid for his life and then and then Losing his daughter as a young girl, what was she? Five or six. They they lost a daughter to a disease, some medical ailment, and then picking up George W. Bush in the car and him asking where his sister was, in in like wigging out about it and saying, you know, where's my sister, and demanding. 
And you know how crushing that must have been for mm-hmm. George H.W. Bush. And so the, the, the point that I came to was, like, he used to get a lot of crap for being stoic and silent. And, like, my, my point was is that he... It's not. It wasn't that he didn't have anything to say. It's just that he had too much to say. Mm-hmm. You know that it's just his thoughts are in here, and he's like they're, they're. So anyway, those are probably them off the off the top of my head. Anyway, all right. B B D B O J Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have a burn barrel exclusive coming to you live <laughs> from Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts. Here we go. This is Danny and Bill Ricca mm-hmm. announcing the addition of a new chathead to this earth. <laughs> Oliver James, don't call me Juice Sullivan. Fantastic. Uh, born yesterday, 7 Eleven, Airport Order 2023. You know, I might uh, sign him up for YouTube right away, Patreon. Yes. Make sure he can like and subscribe. Thank yep, you. Smash that button, up. OJ. You know, pretty exciting time. And uh, yeah, just want to clue you guys in. Just doing the announcements, making the rounds. About to pop it up on Twitter, but wanted to uh, to get it out to the burn barrel first. That's so, wonderful. Congrats so much, to, Danny. I'm uh, so excited. In the family. Yes. Love you guys. Oliver, thank you. Right back at you. Oliver James, solid name. Mm-hmm. Tim would have it be uh, Shaneagle or <laughs> Sinead or uh, McTavish or something that, like that. No, Oliver James. Good, classy name. Aiden, Jaden, Caden. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Hi, Steve. <clears throat> uh, you had another brief discussion about beards today, Tom's beard. <laughs> and uh, it reminded me that uh, <clears throat> I was uh, out with some friends last night at the Hen House. Oh. And uh, there are a couple of patrons in there who ha- have really committed to the beards. Oh. One, well, like one was a younger guy style? and one was an older guy, probably my age. But they're like tremendous beards, like hanging way low from the chin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, I mean, do women find that attractive? I can't believe that they do. I and you know, I turned, I turned to one of my friends and I'm like, shouldn't these two guys be leading Pickett's Charge or something <laughs> at the Battle of Gettysburg? And, uh, and, and one of the guys looked just like General James Longstreet. Okay, <laughs> I uh, I don't get it. And it seems really disgusting. And it reminds me of some of the brothers I had to deal with in Catholic high school. They had these beards, and you could see the meals that they'd been eating oh, for yeah, the past three days inside them. Oh, it's Ugh. just disgusting. Uh, don't let it happen to you, Tom. No, I don't Thanks. think so. I but think it looks good. People in the chat, I think it was Morgan said the trim looks good. Did you trim it, or is it just like uh, not curling really. under well you we you ordered for Prime Day some beard trimming yes. supplies though right. that's exciting and um yeah as, Alice as likes as, it so uh, as that's... far as attractiveness I never thought like I've never been into beards as a thing like have never really found it attractive however like maybe it's like an age thing like mm. maybe now that I'm older I'm getting more into it I don't know I do think some people look better with beards like I think Matt Walsh looks much better with a beard. Okay, you know, and and he really Although has beard, made it part of his look and his style, I, and he looks good. My I feel only like. problem is, is that I think his beard looks like a fake beard. You think so? Yeah, I don't know why. It's maybe it's too 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 brown or something. I don't know. It looks fake. I wonder if he dyes it. Is it possible? I don't know. I don't think he's like. Well, I suppose people gray at different ages, but I think he's pretty young. I'm dying. I'm just curious to find out if they uh, made up a video yet of a. Uh, where the coke came from that they found in the White House because uh, the last time something like this went down, it took about a week, week and a half, and it completely made up a video. It plenty of time to shoot it and take care of it and cover it all up. Yeah, sure I that's do- what's going to happen this time. There's no doubt in my mind. Later. I have no doubt. Yeah, you got to put your shoes on, brother. We're going to be leaving in four minutes. So go to the playground. Yep. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Oh, hi, Steve. A uh, couple things. One is regarding uh, the location in Salisbury. Uh, that place is called the Winner's Circle. Oh, I'm yeah. certain oh, yeah. you've been there. Yeah. It's- <laughs> what are you trying to say, good sir? I have tweeted from there, as a matter of fact. We have been there indeed. It is an interesting experience. A decent place. It's not much to look at from the outside. Yep. And it's not much to look at from the inside. Correct. But they got good wings, decent pizza, and good drinks, etc. 
and good video games. Good game Yeah, room. the kids like the games. Kids section. liked very much. It and is- you can pick up your T-shirts there for 5Ks. That's right. Uh, we did end up going to the hen house because they jerry-rigged some sort of AC thing hmm. last oh. night. So we went and uh, I... Pre- now, hold on, Alice. I've got to take an issue with this. Uh, we did end up going to the hen house because they jerry-rigged some... Jerry-rigged? He said jerry-rigged. Mm-hmm. Well? Well? Don't you look it up. I'm looking it up. No, you stay right there. It's jury-rigged. Yeah. Jury, no, you didn't know. You don't get to say yeah. I Both wasn't you and sure, Steve but you're right. Wrong. It is jury-rigged. Yes. It is. What is the uh, etymology of that, Alice? Um, I don't know what's happening. Stop it. <laughs> um, it means... Jerry-rigged is a variant and may have been influenced by jerry-built. It is widely used, especially in everyday speech. Um, but in the nautical world, jury means makeshift or temporary. The origin of this meaning of jury isn't exactly known. So it's because if something, yeah, it's a nautical term, apparently. Leave me and my (laughs) M&M's alone. Steve, jerry rigged. Oh my goodness. How Merrimack is that? All right, let me get back to where I am here. Hold on. <laughs> Some sort of AC thing last night. So we went and uh, I pretended to watch the All-Star game. Uh, second, CVS, the CVS drive-thru. Oh, was it? Why on earth would you go through the CVS drive-thru? It's the slowest drive-thru in history. <laughs> um, because I, I, I walked past or I drove past first. I saw just a few cars in there. And then I went inside and the inside operation just ground to a halt. <laughs> So, and I had the two kids with me, and I said, let me just get the hell out of here and do the drive-thru. And it was the yeah. slowest experience. I could have watched uh, uh, Apocalypse Now twice for That's the time the I spent in That's the reason why drive-thru is sometimes with kids in the car, if there's only yeah. one adult and you can't leave, they're too little to leave them, then it makes more sense to go through a drive-thru, even if it takes three times as long, because the process of getting kids in and out of the car can be worse. Yes. Who could be the second car in line? But if there's some octogenarian yep. in front of you, it happened. Who's refilling twenty five prescriptions <laughs> and God knows what else? You're dead. Yes. So I just yes, went- you're right. And there's no escape route from that place, unlike Dunkin' Donuts and, and Haverhill, where you can pull out to the right. There's no escape route once you're being processed in the conveyor belt in that consumer value stores. You are in it for as long as the people mm-hmm. in front and back yeah, of you trapped. are in it. Bite the bullet and walk in. Yeah. Anyway. The only place I will wait in an incredibly slow line is Kelly's Roast Beef at the uh, Liberty Tree Mall. I didn't even know there was uh, one there. One last thing. You asked if I was on Twitter. I used to be on Twitter years ago. I got rid of it. It's a freaking sewer. I hate it. Yes. But, Mm. Tom, you and I are connected on Instagram. Oh, are we? And I don't know if we are on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, I think you reached out to me to follow me or something a a couple of years ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Because but probably it's suggested Toodles. to you that you know him. Oh, okay. Because oh, well, it so knows I'll, everything. I'll have to find out then. I'll have to find out what that is. By the way, see, you hear him big time me? Mm-hmm. You reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You did, Jesus. probably. Probably. Um, all right. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. <laughs> Sorry to leave a third message. No, but, please. Uh, Steve from... Uh, I remembered Steve from Gloucester's message to you. Uh in the episode today and it and it was about your appearance on KMS mm-hmm. I think last summer. Yes. And no, I agree with Steve and you. It was fun. It was a fun episode, but th- there were two problems with it. One was you came into that studio shot out of a cannon <laughs> like you had been doing like you were pulling a Hunter Biden or a James Woods. Uh you know, like a sleepless coke binge <laughs> and then the other thing that i know was off-putting was no matter where the conversation went during the course of the episode you kept trying to bring it back to people you wanted to kill 
Oh, is that? Oh, that was a different thing, I think. So that was when he was freaky. on our show, too. Anyway, it was hilarious. I should re-listen to it again. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Tom, what do you think about the political situation in Russia? Well, Kirk, uh, don't you really want to kill uh, Taylor Swift's road manager? I mean, it was so bizarre. Anyway, all right, take it. Well, yeah, Corey Feldman is on that list. Most of those people survive, and actually... Oh, I hate to say it, but one of the Gallagher's is being considered to have a commutation from my kill list. By the by, in regards to CVS, yes, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Consumer Value Store, mm-hmm. just let it be known, I am in the top three percent of savers at CVS, oh, and I have I that. the mailing to prove it. Really? Now, what does that get me? Absolutely nothing but the bragging rights to say I'm in the top three percent of savers at CVS. Must be forty. But you can get in scam too here. Forty but feet of I ribbon. Don't care. It's a claim to fame. <laughs> well, now they send it to your email. So I was looking through because I got the receipt in my email, so I can just send the CVS rewards to my card. I got out of the habit of doing CVS savings. I used to be yeah. like pretty into using it's- all my CVS coupons, but I haven't been going there that much. Can um, I be honest with you, Allison? Mm-hmm. I used to love CVS in the late 90s, in like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a magical, wonderful place. We'd all go there drunk after when I lived in Beacon Hill because it was the only thing that was open. Oh, it was wonderful. Now it's... Bleh. Yeah, and it's a ghost town. And I've walked yeah. out times without buying stuff, leaving it at the register oh, yeah. because it, like the empl- there's no employees at CVS anymore. Correct. T-Bone, as yes. your non-legal... Council, I'm going to advise you to not, as you say, type those M&Ms next time you're at CBS. Mm-hmm. Not only are there cameras everywhere, there's cameras right on those checkout counters, which I'm sure you know, but probably don't care about. But as a listener, I'm going to <laughs> 1,000% advise you to go ahead and <laughs> steal those because wouldn't it be great just to see the patch headline, Sticky Fingers Shattuck Strikes Again? <laughs> I don't know which way to go on this one. It, well, I mean, they stole from me, and it's my it's my uh, responsibility, moral responsibility for my family. I'm making the receipt for public. my family to gipe. I will be from. giping M and M's from that consumer value nobody stores. Stole They're from not you. nobody's stopping anybody for giping stuff anymore. It's against store policy. Nobody can stop me or say a thing. They can stop you. You're white. The, what the hell is that supposed to mean? First of all, I don't see color. Second of all, Colleen, get on that, please, immediately. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, appreciate it, as always. If you want to join us in the live chat for the live streams, so that's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. The show is free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the different places where you might enjoy listening to podcasts. You can also watch the video versions on YouTube or on Rumble. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and uh, all the things you're supposed to do on the places like that. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.